0: Welcome to The Recovery Show. We are friends and family members of alcoholics and addicts who have found a path to serenity and happiness. We who live or have lived with the seemingly hopeless problem of addiction understand as perhaps few others can. So much depends on our own attitudes and we believe that changed attitudes can aid recovery. During this show, we will share our experiences as they relate to the topic of boundaries. We hope you will find something in our sharing that speaks to your life. With me today is Swetha. Swetha, how did you deal with unacceptable behavior before you came into the al program?
1: I, I didn't. I didn't deal with it at all, actually. I would just let it happen and then go off to a room or something and rage and seethe and uh, feel a lot of self-pity. <laughs> so I would just, I, I didn't have any boundaries. If something happened and I didn't like it, I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even say, I don't like this or I'm unhappy with this. I would just be angry internally (laughs) so
0: did you ever try to set limits on other people's behavior
1: um not that i can recall i think that i my limits were in my head and i expected them to kind of read my mind so um no i mean i my I, i never put up a fight i never said you know i never said no or anything like that And the few times that i did um it wasn't a substantial thing like people knew if they if i said no and they just pushed a little harder i just i'd say yes so, okay. no, not really. Not real <laughs> limits.
0: And also with us today is Kelly. How, how did you deal with unacceptable behavior before you came into the program?
2: My way of dealing with unacceptable behavior was to, um, to acquiesce to the person's face and then be similar to Swatha, just be extremely rageful and upset in my head. Uh, that I didn't understand why they were acting wrongly (laughs) or I'm trying to think you know I mean it it was one of those things where I would I would I would accept the unacceptable behavior until it hit the the point where I couldn't accept it anymore and then I would just explode so it just kind of build and build and build until I hit the breaking point
0: Hi, I'm Spencer. I didn't introduce myself at the beginning either. And, and I'm seeing a pattern here because um, <laughs> this is very similar to the way in which I would have dealt with unacceptable <laughs> behavior. Uh, either that or I might uh, make ultimatums or threats that I really had no intention of carrying out just in the hopes that, I don't know, they might scare the other person into doing what I wanted them to do or something. But uh, the internal... Uh, frustration, anger, and eventual explosion sounds very familiar to me. Um, back to you, Swetha. Uh, when you heard about uh, boundaries, maybe at an al meeting, what did you think that meant?
1: Something that somebody else did. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, I when I heard about it in a meeting, I, I think somebody was talking about setting boundaries, and I thought, that's so cool that it works for her, but there's no way in heck, that it's going to be working for me at all. I mean, I can set the boundary, but I know no one's going to listen, so what's the point? Why does it matter? Um, and I I liked the idea. It seemed like an idealistic idea, but not something that could really apply to my life realistically. It just... Because I thought I had been setting boundaries, but that nobody listened, so why not just give up and go, with, go along with it and go to my old behavior of just um, being really resentful. So... <laughs> Because <laughs> that was working. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was working so well. So I imagine. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, it, yeah, that's. It just seemed like boundaries were a nice thing. It's. I mean, they were something where people that required two people to respect uh, to respect a boundary that both people had to agree to respect a boundary in order for it to be accepted or or anything like that. And I didn't feel like the people around me would respect my boundaries, so I didn't see there being any need for me to set them. Well, not need, but any use in me setting
0: them. How about you, Kelly?
2: When I first heard about boundaries, I think I had two thoughts. One was that it would be a great way to rock the boat. And the second is that it would be a great way to either to lose friends or loved ones because it meant I would have to put something in place that I knew they weren't going to like. And I assumed that their reaction to that was just going to be to... Walk away, go away
0: from this situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think for me, um, I, I had the same problem that that I had with you know the ultimatums and threats that I was didn't feel that I would be willing to carry out consequences if if the boundary was crossed. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I, I again, I didn't really understand how I could how I could set boundaries uh, and have them be respected. Uh, And I guess I feel like part of my um, misunderstanding um, was that I was thinking about setting boundaries that said, you can't do this. Um, And I kind of knew that didn't work. And when I came to look at it a little differently, where there was a boundary that said, "I'm not going to tolerate or accept this behavior and so if it happens, here's what I'm going to do so that to remove myself from the from the situation to change the situation so that so that that's not there. Um, and I'm not expressing it very well. Maybe one of you could, can express that better because I, I think you understand what I mean here. And maybe you don't. Okay.
1: <laughs> it seems like you're saying that you brought the focus back to you and what you could control rather than than the other person. Yes. thank you. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. love it. Thank that's, you. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to
0: say. Um, and so uh, I think that a classic example is um, you know, if we go to this party and and you drink too much, then we're going to leave. Okay, and so that's something that I can control. I'm the one who's driving the car. So I can say, no, you're coming with me now. Um, I'm not going to be here with you in this behavior. Um, so now that you've been in the program for a while and maybe you have a little better understanding of boundaries, how do you use them in your personal life with so
1: um, well, I have I have two sets of boundaries, sort of. Like mm-hmm. I have my boundaries for myself and my bound with the kind of behavior that I'm okay with engaging in, and boundaries for other people's behavior mm-hmm. and when they're around me, um, and how much I'm comfortable with. So, usually, whenever I feel uncomfortable with a situation, the first thing I do is check in with my boundaries for myself and figure out. What it is about the situation that's making me uncomfortable that I feel uncomfortable about, and um, see if there's something that I need to change internally. Like maybe it was a, there's something happening and it triggers a memory from I don't know, childhood that I just really don't like, and I just keep um, going back to that particular memory. That's something more with myself where I maybe set a boundary where I'm like, you know, this is. I need to feel more comfortable. I, I want to feel more comfortable with the situation, or I need to maybe go talk to one of my friends or something like that, and resolve this. Um, or if it's something where I just really feel uncomfortable um, with what's happening around me, like maybe someone is making certain comments that I just don't feel comfortable with, um, then in, I mean, in that case, I might try to figure out what my options are um, for myself. I mean, I could say to the other person, "Hey, I don't really feel comfortable with this." And then if that doesn't work, my next step might be I, I think I'm going to go ahead and leave or something like that. And um, but all of my boundaries are essentially this is what I'm comfortable with and this is what I need to keep my peace or my serenity I, in, in a situation like this. Um, recently I was hanging out with a friend of mine and uh, his neighbor actually started making some in, incredibly racist comments and I felt really uncomfortable um, and uh, my options were to, I mean, he was a much older man, and I, I think just from a different generation, my options were, you know, to, to leave or maybe say something to him or something like that. And I realized saying something to him wasn't really going to help. It was just a quick walking by this person sort of thing. He wasn't being insulting necessarily towards me. And um, I, I ended up sticking it out and then, and then leaving. And mm-hmm. that was okay for me at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's another thing with boundaries for me is that I keep remembering they're flexible just because even minute to minute, not even day to day, like maybe I'm okay with it at this moment, but five minutes from now, I don't have to stick to it. And I can say five minutes from now, hey, Spencer, that's, that's not okay. <laughs> I'm not feeling comfortable with that. So.
0: Yeah. Thanks. Kelly.
2: I kind of have to piggyback off what Swetha was saying in the sense that, well, I think of boundaries as a way to protect myself but I need protection not only from other people but also from myself that if I don't if I don't have in place a set of ideas of, of what I think is acceptable and what I think isn't then I will just go with the flow and do whatever everyone else is doing because there's no accountability maybe to myself um, and I, you know, I remember that from when I was dating people who were active alcoholics and addicts that I would engage in a lot of behaviors because it was what everyone else at the time was doing. Even though it didn't necessarily fit into the box of what I considered my moral ground, I, because I didn't have boundaries, the moral ground was outweighed by the need to feel accepted. So I just kind of gravitated toward that. But I think now... It's, uh, you know, I use boundaries a lot to protect myself, in a sense, from my expectations of other people, in realizing that we all have limits, and that if I don't have some sort of constraints in place, that I, you know, I can go crazy and just expect other people to create happiness for me, and um, without boundaries in place, um, that... It just really leads to me being unhappy because I'm not feeling fulfilled. So, um,
0: yeah. Spencer? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, and, and actually, when you're talking about putting boundaries on yourself, um, one of the boundaries that, that I had to learn in this program was uh, the boundary that's between me and what. Is my stuff to deal with and take care of and the whole rest of the world. Um, When I came into this program I really did not have a boundary between me and everybody else and and I thought that uh, I needed to take care of everybody um, and that everything was my responsibility and so those boundaries that uh, you talk about setting on yourself Uh, helps to define where I stop and where you start Uh, and if I can recognize that something is outside of that boundary then I know that I don't have to do it I don't have to fix it it's not my responsibility that's a lesson I'm still learning Uh, it's 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 a lot easier now than it was when I started uh, into the program. Um, I learned that program very. I learned that that behavior very early uh, because that's a behavior that um, my mother exhibits. That um, and that gets into the topic of codependency. But to me, codependency and boundaries are really closely related because codependency for me is is when I'm really sick in my codependency, I don't have any boundaries. Um, And, you know, she was the kind of person that couldn't be happy unless everybody around her was happy. And I learned that behavior. And so I needed to make everybody around me happy or else I couldn't be happy. Um, And so learning learning that I'm inside my own hula hoop and that the stuff outside it is not mine and, and not my responsibility and I don't have to make you happy, really... Uh, helps me, and then once I'm more clear on what I'm responsible for, I can start to set more realistic boundaries about the behavior of other people, and I think um, an example, and you talked about boundaries being flexible, so I thought that, um, and for me, some of the boundaries that I had to set um, when my loved one was still active um, in her alcoholism uh we were flexible because uh, I could set a particular boundary about what might be considered enabling behavior when we're at home um, in a situation where everybody does have sort of control over their own lives. Uh, when we were traveling, maybe visiting my family and the amount of control that each of us had totally changed. Um, I would have to move my boundaries on that acceptable behavior um, in order to um, just keep the whole situation from, from spiraling out of control. Um, and uh, that, that was a lesson I learned the hard way, of course, because that seems to be the way I learned these lessons, um, where I tried to hold to the, no, I'm not going to go buy wine for you boundary. And um, the consequences of that decision on my part were not pleasant for everybody. And I don't, I'm not going to go into the details because I don't think I need to. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, how do boundaries help you um, live a more uh, serene and centered life? Um, can you maybe
1: reflect um, um, on that a little yeah, I think uh before before I started making boundaries uh, or setting boundaries rather, um, I felt completely like a victim of circumstances, like like a leaf in the wind that whatever was going on around me was just what I was going to go through, no matter what and um, so i once I started setting boundaries, I realized that i had control over my life and over my surroundings, and um, and the uh, behavior I would accept both for myself and other people. So I think I just started respecting myself more. And once I realized that I, when I respect myself and pay attention to what it is I need and want, um, that I felt more safe and more protected. And then just uh, the peace just kind of came from that. I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have any any thoughts on that, Kelly?
1: Um, I
2: do agree with that in the sense that I feel like it really... The ability to set boundaries really increased my self-awareness and self-confidence um, to really have a better understanding of who I am and what I actually want out of situations. Um, like Switha so said, instead of just going with the... the the flow in whatever direction the wind blows, That to know that I actually have choices and that my choices don't, that it's okay if they don't align with everyone else's choices. Um, I also think they've just overall improved a lot of the relationships in my life. There are people in my life that I have set boundaries with. For example, um, my mother, uh, there are topics that I choose to no longer discuss with her because I know that if I don't have that boundary in place, it's just going to lead to a disastrous conversation that we're both going to leave feeling miserable. And, you know, I, I make the choice today to not bring that misery into our relationship. So I have to set the boundary on certain topics that I know are going to take us to that place. And it's amazing to me how much the quality of our relationship has improved as a result. And it, it it's not even like I've said to her, hey, mom, we're not going to discuss X, Y, and Z anymore, okay? Like, I, I never really necessarily had that straightforward of conversation with her, but If the topic comes up, I just change the topic or I will say something like, I'm not really sure how I feel about that. And then, you know, change the direction of the conversation or something just to sort of give her the indication that I'm not really feeling like talking about that particular thing. Um, So I feel like they've really helped with some of my relationships in that sense, too, to to keep them healthier.
0: Yeah, that's that's um, uh, that. Not wanting to talk about certain topics, and that's a boundary that that I had to learn to set at work. Where um, there's, and I think, in any workplace, there you always find uh, the people who uh, will gossip, sometimes maliciously, about their coworkers, and if in the past if i had found myself in that sort of discussion i would have bought right into it because hey i want to be accepted i want to be part of the part of the group and then i would feel kind of dirty afterwards and when i learned that i actually had a choice as you said that i could set a boundary on myself to not participate in that behavior uh, i could just leave because we're not talking about work if we're gossiping. I don't have to be in this conversation. I could say I'm not comfortable with with this right now, and and not buy into it, and then not feel bad afterwards. And so that helps with the having a more serene life. Another thing that I heard um, you guys say um, is setting boundaries ahead of time for a situation. And I think for me that's also important because if I don't think ahead of time when I'm going into a difficult situation, maybe I'm going to be meeting with a person that I have issues with, um, if I can think ahead of time about what I don't want to get into, what I what, what's, what's not going to be acceptable there... And what I might do if it happens, um, that can make, as you said, Kelly, that can make the um, the interaction much more uh, pleasant and much more uh, congenial. Uh, I don't know if you want to reflect on this notion of, of sort of intentional um, planning or whatever I just said. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, me first. <laughs> <Sure>. Either way. <laughs> um, yeah, the intentional intentional planning really does help out because i feel like a lot of times when i'm just in if i just walk into a situation kind of like you were mentioning spencer um i i don't always know how to react or or anything and i often just slip back into old tendencies of just going with it and feeling really angry about it later and i do come out of it feeling really kind of uh, uncomfortable both with what happened in myself and my reaction to it um so, yeah, the intentional, I really like, I really like that idea of intentional planning just because beforehand I'm just getting, it's not nearly, it's not always, most of the time my intentional planning isn't always, this is what I'm going to be able to take from other people so much as this is who I am. This is what yeah. my boundary is. This is what yeah. I like and what I'm comfortable with. And um, sometimes I am I walk into situations knowing that I don't know what's going to happen and um, sometimes in those situations, I set a boundary for myself of not slipping back into old me- te- uh, old coping mechanisms, and maybe just waiting it out. Like if I if I walk into a situation and I'm uncomfortable with, know that I won't know what's happening. I might be uncomfortable. I might just tell myself, okay, you know, you don't have to slip into old coping mechanisms. If you need to leave, leave. Or if you can't leave, just you know. Just be calm, <laughs> and then maybe afterwards or during maybe you could step out and think about what's happening and then and go back into it and maybe that's a boundary I set for myself sometimes mm-hmm. too going into situations sometimes I intentionally plan um, to you know not make any plans necessarily because I might not know what's happening so yeah
0: yeah, you know this reminds me of a topic that came up in a, in a meeting recently of, around um, holidays mm-hmm. and Knowing that you're going to be with the people who probably installed a lot of your old behaviors, (laughs) um, the people who know which buttons to push, and going in with a plan that says, you know, if I feel uncomfortable, if I feel whatever triggered, I can call somebody in the program, I can call a friend in the program and have a real quick check-in to get me back on center and uh and having doing that ahead of time and that's a boundary that says i'm falling back into all behavior i need to do something about it i'm going to call my sponsor i'm going to call a friend um and and to you know and and particularly if it's a holiday probably planning that ahead of time so that you know the other person will be there to receive your call is a good thing <laughs> <laughs> so kelly any thoughts on this
2: yeah i was that's exactly what i was thinking of was the holidays and I kind of think of the idea of, you know, planning ahead of the situation in terms of bringing ammunition to battle. You know that I have to go in prepared, and if I if I put a little time and effort into the situation ahead of time in terms of being realistic about who I'm dealing with, then I feel like I'm less likely to slip into the old behaviors, like you were saying, Swetha, that it's really easy once I'm in recovery for a long time to get accustomed to the idea that my family will react the same way that people in meetings react. You mm. know, and it's not true, huh? It's not <laughs> true that my family does not have the same set of tools that people in meetings do. And so, you know, I have to, um, I just have to be realistic about who they are and, and knowing that they are going to react certain ways to certain situations or certain things that I might say. And that if I put the boundary up ahead of time, it's just like purposefully avoiding conflict, but in a good way. Like I'm not throwing the rope out and asking for them to grab it. You know, that I can just stick to the safe conversation or stay away from crazy uncle whoever who drinks too much because I know it's going to get weird, you know, like I can just, yeah, it's just, it's like self-protection, but in a healthy way, not, not in an overcompensation way.
0: Right. Right. Thanks. Any last thoughts? Boundaries are good. In closing, I'd like to say thank you for listening and please keep coming back. Whatever your problems, there are those among us who have had them too. If we did not talk about a problem you're facing today, feel free to contact us so that we can talk about it in a future episode. May understanding, love, and peace growing you one day at a time.